T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You were nicer today to Mikey B, our producer, than you've been in a long time. Well, I tried to have an intelligent conversation with him. And, of course, he tried to screw that up. Uh, so every time I try, he messes it up. No, it went, so it went really well. So maybe that's the last time I attempt no, it went to really well. engage him in, in something that's meaningful to me. That's right. No, yeah. it, it went really well. You I thought think, it went well? Yeah, I did. I think today's uh, been – he's, he's still a smart ass. <laughs> I mean, and he I may think, always be. Yeah. Um, but you know how that day started off not good where you were throwing the staplers and the yeah. tape dispenser? This is a total 180. Yeah, it's a total 180. They started off good. I, I like it. Showed up with compassion and, and, and was trying to learn things. That's right. Not about him per se, but people who were more important than him, and he wouldn't <laughs> assist. Uh, initially, yeah. eventually he got there, but uh, yeah, this is this is this is good. See, that's the better man. It's the better man coming you out go. of you. Part of being a better man is yes. is admitting when you're wrong, and I, I have to do that. Let me get out of the way. No, I Where's have bogus. <laughs> I don't want to hear from him and snarky bastard he is. I'm sure I'll get it in a couple minutes, uh, but I have to admit that I was wrong about Lucky Whitehead's latest incident. It was a case of mistaken identity. The police officers in Virginia that thought that they had Lucky Whitehead did not have Lucky Whitehead. Thought they had him dead to right. Him and his agent were indeed telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Smelt fishy to me. Mm-hmm. Smelt like fish mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> and I will not deny the cynical gene in me. I think that for the most part it is a healthy cynicism. But it did me wrong <laughs> yesterday. Did me wrong yesterday, and Lucky Whitehead is without a job as the Dallas Cowboys moved on from him. As they said, it was the totality of Lucky's actions, but if it wasn't for this latest one, there's no way that they would have moved on from Lucky Whitehead, and the Cowboys don't look great right now because this is a team that's had everybody's back. Randy Gregory has smoked more weed than all the Marlies combined. (laughs) And somehow when he... He's on his way, man. Not yet. He's getting there. (laughs) It's Cheech, Chong, and Gregory. And he is still uh, not totally done with the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, who we've defended a lot, it's transgression after transgression. We don't know if it's real. He's in the newspaper all the time. This is a team that that went out and, and signed Greg Hardy. This is a team that's had these guys' backs time and time again. But the lucky whitehead dog gets stolen, mistaken identity. This is the guy that they end up cutting. And you were right yesterday. They look terrible. I was wrong. I still don't think lucky whitehead is someone that we need to be freaking out over. He hasn't done barely anything. He's a a kick and punt returner who has a minimal impact on the game. But it's really about how they handled this, and it's poorly. Well, as a dude told me once down in New Orleans, I tried to told you, but you ain't heard me. <laughs> and I still don't know what the hell he was trying to told me. But right. they did handle this completely wrong. Uh, this is a, a huge screw-up, and now they're very defensive when asked about it. And I just knew that 
lucky if you look at the flight transcripts or, or the the uh, copy of the the flight, the ticket he took on United. The numbers didn't add up. The hours didn't add up. He's in Dallas. This took place ten hours before he even arrived there in the Virginia, Washington D.C. area. So uh, I don't think the representatives for Lucky Whitehead, his agent, would go to those links to show or display the innocence of his particular player if it wasn't true. This is not like the PR person for Tiffany, you know, <laughs> coming up with some grand scheme where Lucky was robbed. There's no way he could have been there at another robbery. In my okay. defense, we were fresh off of that thing. Yeah, so you that's, were feeling good. That's probably, we were right on that one, right? Yes, and I, that's probably why I thought anything is possible. Right, yeah, right. That's probably no. why I was still wrong. I admit yeah. fault, but in my defense, Listen, that was still right there in my mind. They referenced United Airlines, my number one airline, so they they had to have been right, and they were correct oh, uh, as far as uh, when he arrived there in Washington D.C. And the Cowboys were looking for a reason. It just looked it, and appeared that they were looking for a reason to, to cut the kid. Just cut him. Just come right out and say. There are too many people in this room. We got 10 wide receivers. We had 11 with you in here. Now there are just 10. Too many guys vying for positions. We like to switch a kid who can come in and do some of the things, a lot of the things that you were doing as far as the kick return and then utilizing him in, in jet sweeps and things of that nature. So we have a, a young, fresh face, and, and we won't have to pay him as much as we paid you. And, and, and so just come out and be man-to-man, straight up with the dude, and say, we're going to have to release you. That's it. But give me all this. Just run around about, oh, he was in a fender bender and we didn't find out about it. What the hell do you need to know about that? I got in a fender bender. That happens every day, unfortunately, especially there in the Metroplex, all that traffic. My dog was stolen. You're holding that against me as well? I'm on vacation. My dog gets stolen. and, and I now stole no doubt. Yeah, that, that, that's part of the cumulative effect of this deal. It is. And a- then I'm, I'm not even in D.C. You couldn't even wait to get the facts on that. And Stephen Jones gets out front and says, well, we continue to amass information throughout the day, so we cut it. Throughout the day, they cut him, I believe it was at noon or 1 o'clock Pacific time. Still has some hours to go in the day, man. Yeah. Uh, I still stand by a very irresponsible dog owner lets his dog get <laughs> stolen and put up for ransom. Yeah, you but, find something. <laughs> right. But it doesn't mean that they should have cut him for any of this stuff. And and he was a scapegoat, and it right. backfired in their face because yep. of all these other things that were going on. And just as I started the show this morning saying I was wrong, that's all the Cowboys needed to do. Yeah. Say, we dropped the ball on this. We screwed up. We're not going to give him a job. We're still going to move on from him because of the way the roster is. But yeah, we should have looked into this more. We blew it. We reached out to Lucky. We apologize. Next time, we're going to be more diligent. They'd still get a ton of that's, people screaming at him, but that's it's Exactly what they did. Just own up to it. That's exactly what Jerry Jones did, and he taught his son Stephen Jones to take the same approach. Yeah, well, no? not quite. Well, he told Jason Garrett to take that approach. Not quite. So no? let's listen to Jason Garrett, who yesterday met with the media and had some talking points clearly about this Lucky Whitehead incident. Guys, we made a decision yesterday that we thought was in the best interest of our team, and in evaluating the particular situation. In the context of that situation, uh, we felt like we made a decision uh, in regards to Lucky that was right for our team, and we stand by that decision. And he went on to say the same exact thing to another question. Yesterday we made a decision that we thought was in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to stand by that decision, and we're going to move on. Is it fair to him to just keep saying that over and over? It's the truth. 
we made a decision that we thought was in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> that is the truth. They, they made a decision which they thought was in the best interest of their wide receiver position. They made a decision after evaluating the situation. They just evaluated it incorrectly. Well, that's, that's what we needed to hear was, but we right. were wrong. Right. But we were wrong. Yes, we have a crowded wide receiver room. We like other people more than we like Lucky Whitehead right now. We evaluated that, and we moved on from Lucky Whitehead. All you had to say. Is there any harm in telling the truth in that situation where you would come out and say, you know, if Lucky Whitehead meant more to this team, then he would be here. I don't think there's any harm in in saying that. Now, Jerry Jones, and if you missed what that one reporter said in the middle of that, he goes, is it fair to him, meaning Mm -hmm. Lucky Whitehead, for you to keep saying that? over and over again. No, none of it's fair to Lucky Whitehead. And I don't know if they reached out to him after all of this to at least say, hey, we're not going to bring you back because we're not going to put the toothpaste back in the tube or the genie back in the bottle, whatever phrase you want to use. But I just want to let you know that, that we blew it, and he may end up somewhere else very quickly. And he said to the Dallas Morning News, they straight up called me a liar in this, and it didn't make me feel very good. Right. And then Jerry Jones had an opportunity to clear some stuff up, and he got very defensive mm-hmm. and maybe even a little emotional. I don't know. You're not a man who cries very much, but... Only when a Wawa's uh, <laughs> compromised. <laughs> That's it. When, when Wawa's get raided, Brian sheds a tear. Uh, but listen to him here and, and his approach to explaining what happened with Lucky Whitehead. If y'all have done one thing in my time and to criticize me, is how I will back up a player to a fault. You've done it. You've done it for years for that. I will back them up to a fault so that when we do make a decision around here that in best interest of the team to move on, there's one thing you can forget about, and that is whether you're being fair or whether you've given it consideration of uh, what it means to the individual. That doesn't happen around here. Thank you, guys. Did you hear a little bit of quiver in there? A little bit of quiver in his defensive stuff? Going after Criticize me. When I talked about circumcising that mosquito, (laughs) y'all got on me. What the hell is he talking about? (laughs) Seriously, right? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Man. Get them cameras out of my face. I just, wow. Uh, that and, doesn't make this any well, better, no, though, no, no. Jerry. That's the point. Yeah. Just because you backed other guys up and then you blew this one and you ended up cutting the guy when he was innocent doesn't make it any better. And, and, and here's my point, and maybe I should have made this a little clearer yesterday. I am not making a fuss about Lucky Whitehead. Uh, I just know Lucky Whitehead was done wrong in this situation. And, yes, G, and I'm not trying to convince you of this, I believe in karma. I believe what you put out there, you get back in return. So that means someone's going to treat me the way I've been treating Mikey B for the last three years, right? (laughs) I know it's coming, even though it was warranted. Uh, yeah. the, what I put out there <laughs> directed at him. Mike, quit shaking your hand, man. I love you, dog. Yeah, okay. Only for one day. Uh, so, no, this is not about Lucky Whitehead and, and how he may turn into a perennial all-pro. Uh, he has some skills, or he wouldn't have been on the team the last couple of years. Uh, but this is about how they treated him, how they went went about this situation, and how they, they were looking for a reason to cut him. Just cut the damn dude. If somebody who knows how it feels to be cut, just cut him. Look for a reason. Don't pin something on him when you haven't done your due diligence. All the security detail you have there 
at at your behest, the league at their behest, and you couldn't have gotten to the bottom of this like that? Really? It is ridiculous. And when you're the Dallas Cowboys and more attention is going to be on you than most organizations, you have one job. Don't make it worse. You know that people are going to be all over you like white on rice. Do not make it worse. And that's what they've done here. And Jason Garrett, for once, can you step up and have some balls? For once, I mean, every one of these press co- never has he ever had an edge or if I felt like, all right, that guy is a leader there. You know, that guy stepped up and did something. He comes across as a puppet every single damn press conference, every word out of his mouth. It's like he's got Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones' hand up his butt and they're making his mouth move. How about for once you stand out and have some guts and say, yeah, this whole thing got screwed up and somebody has to be blamed for this. I feel terrible for the player. I should have done a better job in this. Even if I thought that this was wrong, I should have stepped up and said something as opposed to repeating the same stupid phrase (laughs) over and over again to the media. Have some balls for once, man. You're the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You're not the PR guy. You're not Rich Dalrymple. You're Jason friggin' Garrett. I'm so sick of it. As much as I disagreed with Jerry Jones and what he said, at least he had an opinion about something and stood up there and mm. talked to people like a normal person mm. as opposed to some pull the string in the back of this guy <laughs> and have him spew out the same garbage over and over again. Yesterday we made a decision that we thought was in the best interest Shut of the Dallas up. Cowboys. Shut up! It was the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys Come that we on. not wait till we had done a thorough investigation of the Lucky Whitehead situation at the Wawa. It's the truth. Now the Wawa has come back and bitten us in the ass because we didn't handle the Wawa situation correctly. He always sounds like a guy who's trying to make his bosses happy to keep his job as opposed to someone who is trying hard to be the best coach he can be. That's how he comes across to me. press secretary, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He actually should. You hear that, Scaramucci? <laughs> Maybe you should hire Jason Garrett as part of your team. My people. <laughs> your people, you can have them. You're going where they're going, too. Oh, I mean, now, am I off base? You're the Cowboy fan. I mean, do you like Jason Garrett the way he comes across in this? No. No, I, I do not. I don't like any parts of this. I, I said, it so, said so yesterday. None of this uh, comes out. Or the Cowboys don't come out looking uh, good in this situation, and they've made it worse, especially by being defensive after all the information surfaced and yeah. the, the authorities there in, in Virginia had the wrong guy. The identity of Lucky Whitehead had been stolen. God, that happens all the time. I have to do is look here. Uh, please, whoever's still in my identity next, don't rob any place, okay? I don't want coming here and the rest to be on the job. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, he, he I had problems with him for a while because you're right. He comes off as someone who's just following the company line, and I understand wanting to hold on to your gig, and you, you've got a, a, a great position there as head coach of one of the more iconic brands in all of sports. Uh, I, I get that. But at certain points, at certain times, just be a damn human being. And, 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 and speak up for yourself and tell us how you really feel. Right. Not how the company feels. Not the company line. Not what was handed to you prior to going out and facing the, the press. Just come and say, hey, we, we evaluate, evaluate the situation. And obviously, with all the information that has now been revealed, we were wrong in our assessment. And we wish Lucky Whitehead nothing but the, but the best. And we're going to move on from that. This situation, that's it. And it's over and done with. All you have to do is show a little contrition. 
just showed that, yeah, we there was a misstep here. What did Dan Gilbert do about the, the damn billboard? There said the we blew it. We blew it. Yeah. That's all you have to say. We blew We're it. We're giving credit to Dan Gilbert here. We and blew just, it. We would have said, okay, the Cowboys admitted that they were wrong in the Lucky Whitehead situation, and we wouldn't have sat here and talked about it for 17 minutes. Yeah. That right. would have been it. That, that's very, that is very, very true. And Jason Garrett, when eventually he moves on as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys gets fired or whatever the story is, he won't be able to look back on his tenure with them and say, well, I did it my way. At least I did it my way. No. No. He's going to look back and say, well, I was basically a puppet. And I was a cardboard cutout that had the ability to speak English. And (laughs) now I'm out of a job. Damn, it pays well, though. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There there is that. Uh, Quickly, did you see the details, though, on how the cops got screwed up on this and they did an awful job there's no Mm. doubt about it, an awful job but this guy this wawa guy that they got a hold of he had lucky whitehead's full name right address social security number social security number yeah i mean people sell that information man i I know but did you just have it on you and be like i don't have my id but here's my social security number and that's that's something you gotta watch out for as much as you've been compromised i know i agree (laughs) I mean, if that is if if that's happening the, around the country, where guys are stealing stuff, not carrying IDs on them, and then providing a bunch of stolen information, mm-hmm. where other people get and these people get off scot free, I mean, that's crazy. Well, I hope this person doesn't get off scot free. I hope they uh, if they haven't uh, apprehended him. I'm sure they apprehended him and released him. Uh, hopefully, they can they can find him and apprehend him uh, again. And, and charge them not only with stealing, but stolen identity a, a, as well. And uh, why would you just go on the strength of someone regurgitating a Social Security number? You, you would think job, the, yeah. the authorities would do a more thorough job that themselves. Was, that's what I was saying yesterday. Yeah. I gave him credit. Gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you I was did. wrong. You were wrong. To eat crow this morning because of these cops <laughs> in Virginia. You, you need some hot sauce and ketchup. <laughs> Please. No. Some salt, too, you, as well. You salt. No, I heard it's salty meat, so you probably don't need any salt. Not good for it. I give you some uh, a toothpick after you're done. Oh, okay, thanks. Even if it's Himalayan pink salt, am I allowed to have <laughs> No, you can have some of that. That's okay. the good stuff. All right. Yeah. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. What are your thoughts on how the Cowboys handled this lucky whitehead deal? 855-212-4227. He can't come back. They're not going to offer him a job to Who? come back at this point, the Cowboys. Oh, no, no, no. He's done. I heard that yesterday. Like, well, we got to bring him back. No, oh. they can't bring him back now. They didn't want him anyway. That's why they were trying to come up with some crazy reason for cutting him. Exactly. Done. Uh, bogus update. Some great show news on the way. Oof. A couple of guests mm. we have to promote Oof. in the future. I will not be snitched. <laughs> one, I think Brian's canceling. Even a, finish that he's canceling a vacation because of one I of them. Might have to. <laughs> All that on the way. Keep it right here. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Rodney Darnell. Yeah. Lucky. That kind of sounds cool, though, Rodney. Rodney Darnell. Rodney Darnell Whitehead. I'd rather mm. go with that than Lucky. No, I'd go with Lucky. You don't like Rod? I think Rodney Darnell. Rodney that's Darnell that's sounds a, like a man. I, I, Lucky sounds like a dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> it depends. Uh, Rodney, that's one of those bygone names. Yeah. You don't, you don't hear Rodney a lot anymore. No. You definitely don't hear Darnell. No, Darnell. No. no. Uh-huh. no some of these names, you, you look at a baby and you're thinking, how the hell do you look at a baby and call it Rodney? Hey. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're going to be Rodney. And people are going to make fun of you when you get older. <laughs> Rodney. Is Rodney a name that gets made fun of? I don't know. But Rodney. It will be at this age because yeah. of no one names their babies Rodney anymore. It's all <laughs> cyclical, these names. No, Rodney's not coming back. You don't think so? No. All right. Mm, no. We'll see. Nope. 
Darnell was the name of my one black friend in high school. Really? Yeah. Huh. How about that? The one. There's all only your, three in you know, my whole all, class. So Why couldn't you befriend all three? They weren't as cool as Darnell. <laughs> Darnell. There were some amazing names in Bellport. Oh, well. There was one person who, who graduated after I did. I didn't know this person, but their name was Born Divine Intelligence Jackson. No way. I swear you to you. I'm not. Born Divine. Born Divine Intelligence Jackson. Were there hyphens in there, or those all separate names? Just That was their first name was Born Divine Intelligence. Wow. Jackson. <laughs> they, used to call, they used to call the person BDI. <laughs> I'm not, this is not a joke. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, there's been a lot. And then Champagne Smith, one of my well, favorites. That's got to be a winner, right? <laughs> Champagne Smith. Born yeah. Divine Intelligence. Wow. Had a guy named a mean man. A mean? Yeah. That's fine. A mean man. A M I N? There was an Isaac Isaac in my high school. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, that's just stupid. Yeah, just agreed. Why they just couldn't go Isaac Squared. Why would they do that? All right. Uh, Andrew, Isaac Isaac! Uh, speaking of names, here's Borgish, and he's got an update for us. So, guys, uh, Todd Frazier set up to do something special in his first at-bat as a Yankee in the Bronx. The bases were loaded in the bottom of the second. And the 3-1. Swung on and hit on one hop to short. Touch second, throw to first double play. And they have a runner in trap. <laughs> Didi is trapped between second and third. Run back, and he escapes the tag, but they're going to say he's out of the baseline. So the Reds have what you could call a triple play. The Yankees score a run on a wild play and lead one nothing. John Sterling oh. doing a great job. She's a woman off mic <laughs> commenting about Cutting the play. Cutting herself. That's what she what? was doing. I mean, come on. What just happened, John? Yeah. Entrapped? <laughs> that's the way you, That's not the way you say it. has been engulfed. <laughs> Entrapped. What you could call a triple play? Is that what it was? It was. Yeah. But again, she's in the background, not on her microphone, going, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't even hear, actually. I was so focused on John spitting up on himself. Uh, one run- and they have a runner in trap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this game of baseball, I tell you. Uh, so, yes, one run on three outs, or one run Way and go, three Tom outs. Frazier. That's a sentence on one ground ball from Frazier. I might have set a record for first ever batter at the Yankees getting a triple play. I mean, it's got to be a record. Uh, you know, it's funny to laugh about it now, but at the time I was a little upset. It was the uh, first time... Just call me Unlucky Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, by the way, we were guessing last week what his home run call might be. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I guess his nickname is the Todd Father. We did bring yeah. that okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I missed that. No, it's yeah. no, no Where problem. were you? Not listening, as usual. <laughs> like you to listen to me. I pay what? attention to so, every... What? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Punk. That was the first time a run was scored in a triple play <laughs> since 2006. It started the Yankees towards a 4-2 defeat of the Reds. The Yanks now a game behind Boston in the East. The Red Sox losing their fourth straight 6-5 in 13 in Seattle. The Indians won in 11, 11-7 over the Angels on Edwin Encarnacion's Grand Slam. KC a 3-1 win in Detroit, and the Rays held off the O's 5-4 to snap a five-game skid. A four-game winning streak, victory number 70 overall for the Dodgers. 6-2 over the Twins. The Giants smacked the Pirates 11-3 while trading veteran infielder Eduardo Nunez to the Red Sox for a pair of minor leaguers. The Cardinals topped the Rockies 3-2. And Houston blank Philly 5-0, improving to 9-0 
versus the National League this season. The Dallas Cowboys giving right tackle Lael Collins a two-year extension through 2019. It's worth $17.4 million, and it basically creates what Collins would have gotten as a first-round pick in 2015, but he was not selected after being questioned in a murder investigation prior to the draft. From the NBA, Suns guard Brandon Knight tore an ACL in a pro-am game in Miami last week. He's expected to miss the coming season. And the Nets acquiring guard Alan Crabb from the Blazers for Ford Andrew Nicholson, whom Portland will waive. Brooklyn signed Crabb to a four-year, $75 million offer sheet last summer, but the Blazers matched. Boys? When we were putting together a list of people that we wanted on the show, we threw in some Instagram famous models in there, people that we'll look at from time to time, get excited about on Instagram. There are several of them. Uh, at the top of the list, there is Alexis Wren and Katya Elise Henry. I think that's the way you say her first name. Uh, and Mikey B., as the diligent producer that he is, he reached out to both of their publicists and said, Hey, would you like to come on the show? We are people who are interested in looking at your clients. <laughs> we, like and down. Yeah. We, we like staring at you. And <laughs> drooling because we are pigs. Yes, and if we, we are. could make this marriage happen, that would be mm. amazing. So Brian, <laughs> Brian's favorite, it's hard for me to pick one, but Brian's favorite for sure is this Katya Elise Henry. I don't even like big booties, Yeah, it, <laughs> but I like her. Yeah, it's... Yeah, some of us mesmerizing. Yeah, I told them that. <laughs> In that exact that, voice. You said, he don't even like big booties. <laughs> Except for her. <laughs> and Mikey B. Is that your seizure voice? Yeah, like, well, what is that? Like, <laughs> like, you get a dental work done and the Novocaine has been worn off? Yeah. I love big booties. When you get mesmerized. Hello. That'd be funny if you just broke into that when she comes in here. Brian, don't. I play the 996 Face. You happen to Paul Green? Booty. So, anyway. So, Katya's people, they reached back out and they have said. Yes. Shh, here we go. With the, with the double entendre. So uh, they reached back out and said, yes, we'd like to join the G.O. and Jones program and Mikey B. Quote, that sounds amazing in studio. Oh. Oof. Yeah. In studio for Katya. In studio. So, yeah. <laughs> so, apparently she makes many trips to New York. Mm-mm. And she's going to she's going to stop mm-hmm. by and wow. be verbally assaulted. Yeah. No. And never come back. No. Why would I verbally assault? Cuz you're you. <laughs> verbally assault. Yeah, women. we're, we're going to have to put you in a straitjacket or something. <laughs> like, I was thinking that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they, make a, they still make chastity belts. <laughs> <laughs> Or like a very big dog crate, you know? <laughs> Where we'll like open the door if you're good, close it if you're not. Will you take me for a walk, Katia? <laughs> yeah, so uh Sweet win! And we'll we'll make sure that that when she comes in, hopefully, I'm gonna say when, not if, she comes in, we'll have many, many pictures, many videos, so the listeners and everybody can yeah. be not uh, you know because a hot chick on the radio sometimes doesn't always work. No, <laughs> you gotta have some, you gotta have some pictures there. So. She's apparently single. 
She oh. was dating somebody until recently, so Damn. she's on the oh, wow. on the really? rebound. Some huh. dude named Austin Mahone, who apparently makes music professionally. Damn, he's got all the business. Austin Mahone. It's Let's the internet, take a man. look at this guy. Yeah, it looks like a Jonas brother. Oh, Austin yeah, she'd be better than that. Come on. Oh, no, I like wow. Nick Jones, too. Oh, man, Brian, right. you got a shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lubricated? This is the guy? That's what the internet tells you, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that little young cat. We were talking about him a couple years ago. Austin Mahone yeah. was hitting that? <laughs> is that going to be your first question? You come this here. kid? Austin Mahone hit that. <laughs> really? Jeez. <laughs> you like that booty? No. <laughs> <laughs> you gave that booty to Austin Mahone. <laughs> What a little dweeb. Good for him. Applaud the man. Why? I don't know. He looks like a little kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. How tall is she, Michael B? <laughs> like he has her. You don't have all the specs. <laughs> yeah, blood type. Oh, that's a great. That, that is a great color on you, girl. Right. <clears throat> I don't need no miracles. Boy, that game. <laughs> need no miracles. Hey, I dropped that schnickle more. Hey, got this schnickle. The monster's out of the cage now. <laughs> oh, look at the little, little, little chili outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. I've seen yeah. all. Oh, oh you seen all of them? I've yeah. Seen every, every, oh, everything she see? posts, I'm, I'm seeing. That is just wrong. There is a guy, Hugh Hefner, Larry Flint. They can take the picture, but they can't make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, Brian yeah. Jones Untethered is brought to you by <laughs> Advanced Auto Parts. I, I need some of that David Irving uh, supplement, man. I mean, oh, there's, there's your segue. There's your segue. Go, go ahead. You, you go well, and do apparently it. Apparently, David Irving, who's going to have to serve a four-game suspension for my Dallas Cowboys, like all the Cowboys, uh, there was a mystery substance in the supplement he was taking. He said he started taking the substance right after the season was over. He was not working out with the Cowboys. needed to get his butt in the gym, and this helped. Uh, get him in the gym, and, and yet he felt like he hit a second puberty while he was taking his <laughs> substance. Hmm. And shouldn't that have raised a red flag? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, as yeah. opposed to other things, I mean, yeah, you was like, damn, where'd that come from? <laughs> but anyway, I want to get the name of it. They don't talk about, they don't. <laughs> Wait a second. You want a second puberty? What? Nah. What is that even Kathy mean? Is coming. I've, got, I've got it right here. It's M Drive. <laughs> well. <laughs> M drive did help. High M drive, buy no. M drive. <laughs> no, I kid. Uh, uh, no, it was interesting that that was that, as a result of taking that supplement, uh, he felt like he got a second puberty, but it didn't concern him enough to 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 go back and inquire. Okay, what's in this stuff? Uh, so, uh, and he didn't once again didn't give the name, so that I didn't. Well, no one, everyone flocking to GNC asking, "Give me what David Irvin had." <laughs> Who wants a second puberty though? I mean, honestly, what does it even mean? He got more hair or in right. new places? I, yeah. I don't. What, what do you mean? What does it mean? His voice testes, got deeper. His testes dropped. No, that's not what puberty no, means. He, he was no. ready to go all the time. No, no. it's not. No, that's what he's saying. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's not what he meant. Yeah, exactly. And if he did, he's a bad word choice. That's not what puberty is. Well, he, he, that's what he meant. Okay, sure. Oh, there's another guest. Can we promote it for tomorrow? Sports guest, big guest. I mean, Mikey B's sure. like afraid to promote yeah. this. Why? This is my favorite Instagram model <laughs> countering yours, Brian. <laughs> Better not be. <laughs> no. uh, tomorrow on the show, all but confirmed. All but confirmed. <laughs> no. Nick Saban. Nick yeah. Saban. Mm-hmm. Coach Saban. That's right. 
<laughs> and the Coke bottle. That's right. He will have that on his desk when he calls us. Nick okay. Saban. All right. And not the head coach at Alabama. A totally different Nick Saban. Some guy we found also in Alabama. Oh. No, no, no. Nick Saban will join us. How about that? Cool. Okay. Got to get that out there. No. Mm. Yeah. That's what it's called. First question. Are you a happy person? <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. I've never seen him smile. Like he, Belichick is like Richard Simmons compared to Nick Saban. No. I'm telling you. Yes. Belichick's been happy lately. He was in that Nantucket magazine. That's one magazine. But still, he's been happy to the, you know, no days off. I mean, Saban's always, every time he's at the podium, it's always something. So He doesn't like being at the podium. No, I know. He just wants to get out there, coach, and. Yell and scream at his subjects and his coaches, and that's his thing. Very, and he exciting. does a, an excellent job of it. He, the best, one of the yeah. best ever. So very, very excited. He has four national titles to prove it and a statue already. Yeah, and he's not slowing down. They asked him about retiring after Stoops retired. Retire? What's that? Crazy. <laughs> looks great though. Yeah, sixty-four, sixty-five. Looks, got that booty. Looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even like Coach Booty. <laughs> I like that one. That is so gross. <laughs> yeah, so Nick Saban and Katja Elise Henry. Who are you more excited about? Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio, and it's time to ask the pros. You get to ask us a question brought to you by Rally Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Before your travels begin, prepare for summer road trips. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for simple, preventable maintenance that will ensure a safe journey during the summer months ahead. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Kyrie Irving had a Snapchat a few hours ago that people are freaking out about. We will talk about it in 15 minutes and determine whether or not there is something to that or not. But first, a more serious topic as a very in-depth article detailing the research of Dr. Anne McKee, a neuropathologist, made the rounds yesterday. It appeared in the New York Times. Uh, There were three authors that worked on it, and the main focus of this particular article and the research behind it had to do with NFL players, even though there were more people who were involved. But the big headline was 111 of the brains that were studied of NFL players, 110 of them were found to have CTE. Now... When people read that and hear that, it turns into, oh my goodness, if you play football in the NFL, you're going to have CTE. But the story is a lot more detailed than that. And I think that the first thing that needs to be said when discussing this is the reasons why the brains were donated of those 111 players is because either the person who had the brain or the family members thought that there might be something up with them, so they wanted to have their brain studied, 
Whereas someone who never felt any symptoms, someone who played football who's felt great, didn't feel a need to donate their brain for research. So I believe it's uh, selection bias. Yes, that's the term that was used by McKee, the doctor. There's, quote, there's a tremendous selection bias, um, she cautioned, when looking at these these samples. And that's something you have to think about when you you read this entire article. Yeah, everyone's body is different. Your anatomy is different. Uh, that's a given. And, and the way you absorb uh, the trauma that's associated with playing football for a, for a long time, and, and for some of these uh, that were it, it, some of the brains that were studied, it was a you know it wasn't uh, necessarily NFL uh, players. It was there were some college players and, and and solely high school players that were brains that were studied as well. But when you're associated with that type of trauma, uh, everyone's going to absorb uh, it differently. Uh, that, that's point number one, and, and point number two uh, to see ninety uh, percent. Success rate, if you will, maybe that's a poor choice of, of 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 words, but to see that many brains that were affected by this particular ailment uh, was clearly uh, disheartening to to a lot of us who've played the game and played it for a long, long time, starting at a at a, a very young uh, age. Uh, it, but it, the, the work needs to be done, and and it, it, it yes, it continues to show there's a connection between uh, the specific trauma in football. Uh, and, and which is understood, and that's why you've seen uh, certain entities out there. Uh, Doug Baldwin comes to mind, a wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks, and, and a company he's associated with, associated with trying to develop a new helmet. Well, they have developed a new helmet, and I believe a certain number of players are going to utilize it during um, the, the uh, preseason. And hopefully, we'll see more strides made in that area. But I, I just, I, you know, it's going to be interesting if there is a way to totally eliminate uh, the trauma that a, a brain uh, does incur playing football. It's a car wreck. It's a three-hour car wreck. You're running into big men and, and sometimes at high rate, rates of speed. Uh, so you, you expect there's going to be some damage done, not only to your other parts of the body, but definitely the head. And and, and I always say this when, we, when this subject is, is, is brought up. I just wish we'd... Started down this road a lot sooner. Yeah, and 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 that's the rub, and and that's the angst and consternation you have with the NFL. Yes, they've been proactive here lately, but they've been forced to the table, forced to admit that there's a connection. And I'm not just blaming the NFL, but if we'd had the the the, the, the information from the studies that were conducted decades ago, just think how much further. Uh, and how much more educated we'd be on this topic. Yeah, and they still deny certain things, and they still fight against it more than I'd like them to. But yes, there's a lot more information out there, and players now have everything available to them when making the decision to start playing, continue to play, retire at some point. And that's what players in your era uh, did not have. And they had actually information to the contrary that was distributed, and we've made the big tobacco comparison with the NFL at that point, pamphlets that were handed out that said, no, there is no connection to playing football and, and brain injury. And even though this was in a big, a big attention grabber yesterday, uh, this, if you've paid any attention to this, this doesn't change anything for me. I think we've gotten to the point where you know that if you're going to play football mm-hmm. for a long time, and oh, by the way, you know most of these NFL players, they played long careers as well. These were not people who played a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you play football for a long period of time 
and you're someone who's going to have repeated hits to the head with other large adults over the course of many years, that yes, you're going to be susceptible right. to this. And there was a breakdown of positions, and linemen were by far more than double the next position at running backs. Linemen, both offensive and defensive together, uh, had the, the largest amount of CTE cases because of all the head-to-head So we can take the head out of the game in those particular positions. No way whatsoever. That can, those guys are butting heads, and, and that's been uh, my uh, rebuttal to all those who are talking about the league taking the head out of the game. Well, how are you going to take the head out of the game in, in, when you're playing nose tackle, when you're playing center? Those guys are hitting head-to-head each and every play. And I said, well, uh, we, we, we understand that's going to take place, but those who are going at a higher rate of speed, if it's a linebacker taking on an ISO, if it's a safety coming up to play in the box or, 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 or taking on a receiver uh, down the field, you know, those are the hits we definitely have to outlaw. And I, I get that, but you can't completely outlaw and dismiss of head injuries because of those guys in the trenches. Yeah, my big concern is that everybody who decides to play football understands what it could do. Right, That is it. And then you make the decision from there. When you start lying to people or hiding information, then I have a big problem. Clearly, it's not the healthiest choice of sport, but if you choose to do it and you have that information and it's a legal thing in the country, which it will continue to be, then that is on you. And... I knew going in that there's a possibility you could blow out a knee. You knew going in you could blow out a shoulder. Uh, quarterbacks know they get sacked. They could mess up an AC joint or something. You, you're aware of, of certain injuries that are associated with the sport. Now we are more aware of the head trauma that's associated with it. Coming up next, the much talked about, embroiled in controversy, Kyrie Irving started singing on his Snapchat, a song that may signify where he's headed next. Uh-oh. It's Gio and Jones right here on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 